Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Empty Opinions Podcast. This is a bonus episode where I'll be reviewing Swarm, the new Amazon Prime Donald Glover Janine Neighbors show. Uh, it stars Dominique Fishback. And here's a simple logline. A young woman's obsession with a pop star takes a dark turn. That's as simple as you can make this show. And it sells it pretty well. Um, I'm doing the, these old school reviews. If you go far enough into the RSS feed, if you scroll all the way down to what this podcast used to be, it would be just empty opinions, uh, the podcast with interviews, and there will be bonus episodes, me talking about or reviewing whatever. During the pandemic, I was reviewing The Last Dance, you know, I reviewed Drake's Dark Lane demo tapes. I reviewed a bunch of stuff. So I'm back to doing that because it's fun. No pressure, audio only, you know, and it allows me to talk about shit that I'm watching, uh, which I haven't done in a while. I haven't talked about shit that I'm watching and enjoying in a very long time. Uh, recently, what I've been doing is just talking to my friends, which seems more uh, definitely more healthy. But fuck it. Why not? This show, for whatever reason, maybe be like, I really want to talk about it. But I'm not going to talk about it by myself. I'm going to talk about it with my friend Dion, the one that I say usually I basically do. Po- I was doing podcasts with him. Um, just not recorded where I would call them about stuff. I was talking about, uh, you know, the last of us. We've been doing that with every show, like every Sunday night or house of the dragon, all that. We would just talk about it. So I'm going to call them, um, and we'll get into this review of swarm. This is going to be a spoiler review. Just putting that out there right now. Uh, it's not too long of a show. It's like seven 30 minute episodes. So it's a quick watch. You can do it in two nights. I did it over the course of like four days because I was doing one episode at a time. And today I was just like, you know what? I'm watching three. So there you go. Uh, but I'm going to call my friend now. We're going to talk about it. Yo, what's up, bro? I just finished Swarm. Literally just now. Yeah, well, so how you feel about it? Ah, oh, bro. I, yo, I, I was going to text you this, but I'm saving it to say it now. I hate Donald Glover, bro. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is that? I don't actually hate him, but I do hate him because I feel like he's so talented, but sometimes he's, his worst tendencies get the best of him. Episode six, yo, episode six was so annoying because the concept I thought was genius, but the execution was so like, oh, you're almost there you just had to be too fucking self-indulgent you know what i mean yeah he was so there like the the format of it being a a true crime kind of thing like where you find out a lot about you know the the the, 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 you know dre her story through that it's such a genius way to like do a penultimate episode but it's just little things that mess it up um you can probably guess what i'm gonna say well, yes. Like, what do you think bothered me about this that episode, episode six specifically? Well, it was basically that the um self awareness of like doing the mockumentary, just like he did for Atlanta for the um Disney one. Yeah, remember the Goofy movie? Yeah, he tried to do that, but it just doesn't make sense here because it, you all it's like I said, it's repeating itself. For what they already shown us. And I get he trying to do something different with it, but it's just it's not needed here. 
that's that's why it's I, I knew he was gonna hate it, man. But this was this was my least favorite because of that. Yeah, we didn't need that here. Uh, yeah, I would say I. But here's the thing: like in concept, like the concept, I understood. It's just he went overboard with the execution. Like the idea of a true crime story where, like, you snap out of Dre's unreliable narrator ness. You know what I mean? Because this whole show is basically her perspective. So it's an unreliable narrator. Everything we see is not quite as it seems. So the idea of, like, for one episode before the finale stepping back and being like okay this is what's actually happening i don't mind but what i mean by his worst tendencies is the idea of poorly written black woman character that's one mm -hmm. the detective i mean it, it was just borderline racist if not fully racist to me because she there was like a lot of the humor they was trying to get from it was just her being an exaggerated black woman. You, it wasn't Basically. no jokes. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I d definitely understand that the way they portrayed her. Yeah, it bothered me because because all I kept thinking was like, you were so close to making a show where you didn't write a black woman character like that. The whole show had been kind of very nuanced in the way it was portraying black women, even in the episode with the strippers, like. Even that wasn't too, like, you know, exaggerated. It was still kind of, like, realistic a little bit. But it was the fucking detective lady where I'm like, what are we doing? Because a lot of the comedy that he was trying to mine for that episode was just the way that she was talking. Which Especially just, the in-between laughs he'd be doing. You know how they'd be doing the mockumentaries and they got the main person just laughing? Yeah. Like, little stuff like that. It was so, it felt gross. It, it did, because then I'm like, bro, so it just, it, it, but it was weird. It, it, it just kind of, again, like, I don't hate the concept of it, because I think it could be, it could have been a good concept, you know, like, like I said, in the idea of, like, stepping out of our protagonist's, like, point of view. But it's just the way that it was done, it was too goofy, it was exaggerated. And also, there was a lot of little details that I still don't understand after finishing the show. Like, for one, why were there different characters portraying these same characters? Or why were there different actors, I mean, portraying the same characters? What was the point of that? Have the same question. Yep. Have no same questions. Why did they bleep out Nyjah's name? Yep. Why? Like, and, and I think, I mean, there could be a thing of, like, I felt I, there was, I, I don't know. There was some times that they would say the name. I'm like, I'm trying to see what the name they could bleep over was. I mean, I know what it was, but I do think the reason they did that is because they were using Nyjah and Beyonce interchangeably. If you watch it again, I do think there are moments that people are very clearly either typing out Beyonce or saying Beyonce instead of Nyjah based on just how long, like Beyonce takes longer to say than Nyjah, you know? And sometimes, like, the bleep will go on for too long. And I'm like, wait, that can't be Nyjah. They might be saying just literally Beyonce. But you know what I mean? Like, but, 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 okay, yeah, fine. Let's say they're doing that. No. Was there a need for that? No. It was like, it, this is what I mean. It was too much. Like, he just kept throwing shit and throwing shit. And granted, 
it is kind of unfair that I'm saying this is all Donald Glover's fault because uh, if you look at the credits, he didn't direct it nor write it, or at least he's not credited. But it's so obvious that it's his influence, you know, like on top of him being the creator, like it's very clearly, like you said, it feels like an Atlanta thing. So you can't disregard that. Um, and it might just be also his brother because his brother is credited for the writer for that episode, uh, Stephen Glover. Um, yeah, not surprised. Yeah, and you know, and I just kind of treat it as the same because they're a duo, like a creative duo, pretty much. Everything they do is kind of together. So I'm just gonna blame Donald Glover for that because I don't know. A lot of the the flaws of that episode are just things that Donald Glover is known to do. He just did too much, bro. You could have kept it very simple. It still did the same story. Made it serious. Try to find humor where you could. The same way the whole show was. Because I don't think the show itself is like hilarious. But there are certain parts of it that there's very funny like jokes. Like very funny dark comedy. But this was very broad comedy. You know? Definitely. Yeah. And it, it, it just bothered me. And, and, this, and this is what it made me say. Fuck Donald Glover. Is when for no reason whatsoever. Absolutely no reason. They include the snippet of him doing the interview. Yep. Why? There was no need for that. It didn't inform. Like I was trying to, I'm trying to even understand why they would do that. The only headcanon that I could come up with is like, oh, this is a real life case that he's saying that he's making the show about, which a lot of theories. I don't know. I don't know if you've been seeing this. Even if you look up on Google, like the show Swarm. Like, the autocomplete is, like, real story, I guess. I don't know. Apparently, this might be based on a true story of, like, a, a crazy stand. I don't know. That's what I've been seeing. Yeah, I heard about that, too. So, I'm yeah. not sure how true that is. So, but when I saw that clip, I'm trying to think, like, okay, is he trying to get at the fact that he was going to make a fictional show based on this real show? And then and that was a real show. But it's, like, that happens, and then it goes back to the mockumentary. And I'm, like, bro, what the fuck are we doing here? I mean, there's no need, you, bro. It, it made me so mad because of the possibility of it being, you know, um, a good episode. But it just got ruined by putting all these fucking bells and whistles that it didn't need. And for the majority of the show, it's been weird, but it's at least been straightforward. So, so, and and that's why episode six is so fucking annoying because it's like, it's almost like he got self conscious, like, oh, I'm doing this too serious. Fuck it, I'm gonna be really goofy and do this and say fuck it. There's no rules, but at a he certain, didn't need to do that at all. That's what I mean. At, at a certain point, it's just annoying that you're doing that. Now you're just being quote unquote creative and out of the box for the sake of it, you know. So it just, it, it, I'm getting a headache even talking about it, bro. Because it just annoyed me how like the potential for it was there, man. Like there would have been such a fucking if they played it straight and just kept to the main conceit of it being a true crime thing where you get to see that you basically learn most of the details that you need to about Dre, it would have worked fine. Another thing I wish another thing I hated about this episode that I literally rolled my eyes at was when the lady from the, um, the foster uh, lady, I would go talk to her. Um, and she goes into like a, two three minute like monologue about like you failed these women and now you're like that monologue i wrote i couldn't even i i i i stopped paying attention like 10 seconds like 30 seconds in i was just like what am i even what is this what why are we now all of a sudden making this like a message of like 
you guys failed this young woman. It would have came across that could still like be. Y'all were, yeah. Like I weren't consistent with what y'all were doing throughout the whole show. Exactly. So that just comes out of nowhere and he becomes preachy. And it's like you're trying to make it be deeper than it is. It's just like, bro, there's not, it was it, so it was it's just so many unforced errors in a show that was perfectly fine up until that point. It is such a insane kind of idea that I still have to blame Donald Glover for because even if it wasn't his fault, it still I feel like his influence was all over that. That's something that only he would do for better or worse. In this case, worse, at least in execution. It was bad. Even the fact that it turned even from like the, the break in film into like digital. Right. That was cool. So there was so many like like the idea was good. It was just fucking so annoyingly done and just every single bad trope is basically the way I thought of it after the episode was done. It's like in this self-contained episode is everything wrong with what Donald Glover does. You know what I mean? Like every single bad trope that he has, every single bad thing that he did in Atlanta, it's all in that little episode, which is kind of crazy if you think about it, but um, it, it, it's like nobody like told him to step back and be like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't do this. Let's let's just calm this part down. You yeah. know, let's not do let's not be self aware too much. Let's do it just a little bit so it can be consistent with yeah. what we're doing here. That's exactly what it's, it feels like. It feels like nobody even fucking nobody gave notes, nothing. Uh, just they just let them do that and nobody pushed back or anything. Which I guess is one of those things where like. I can understand them not wanting to push back on Donald Glover because he's the reason the show is getting made in the first place. Um, and also, it, but also I can understand them being like, you know what? Let them do that one. And everybody's going to hate that one. And uh, the, don't, nobody's going to blame us because you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just unnecessary shit that they added on it to be like more. Again, I can't get over the bleeping of the name or the changing of the actors. It, it doesn't make sense. Like even... I mean, my only for the changing of the actors, the only possible uh, uh, reason for it could be that like to further emphasize Dre's uh, uh, unreliable narrator element, you know, that to truly show that we are in her universe and everything is off, you know, nothing is what it seems. That's my only theory on that. Since since you said that, I have another one, right? Uh, what this is, episode, I, and, and, it's, and it's probably completely left field, right? Uh huh. So, what if the switching of the actors is like? It doesn't matter who it is. There's always a there always there's always somebody that's very obsessive, and there's news like this every day of a woman being being obsessive to the point where she harms other people. Mm. That could you, you, be it. You get what I'm getting at? No, I see what you're saying. That could be that that's a good theory. That could be it. That could yeah. definitely be it. That could be like uh, a further like a further theme. Uh in I'm sure and, and maybe it's possible that that was their intention too, but the problem is the fact that we're even guessing and nothing else in the show is like that. It's just, you know, that's just bad. You can't introduce something in the penultimate episode like a theme like that. You know? When the whole show yeah, is clear with it. Yeah, the whole show's been very centered about this one girl. 
that in is more of a character study above all. One last thing that I hated about this episode, and we're gonna get off of this because it's gonna sound like I hated the show. I didn't. Every single one of my complaints is in this episode. Um, but the last thing that that, that I wanted to mention, what the fuck, yo, 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 I, I'm getting another headache. Why, why mention that this detective had the same last name as Andrea? Yeah, that was confusing, right? Why? Because they introduced that at first, right? Like, at the beginning, you see Andrea Green, and I'm like, like, in the opening kind of montage a little bit, like, setting the scene for the episode. And I'm like, and then you see the name of the detective. I'm like, oh, that's her daughter? Oh, but it turns out, no. And then I'm like, okay, so they're just, they just have the same last name, right? And then she, the detective herself asks the same question. Oh, we just, it's weird that we have the same last name. And I'm thinking, okay, so they're aware of this. How do they explain this? And it's the worst payoff to that weird coincidence I could have ever thought of, bro. Just a one line. I just feel like I could have raised her better. Like, imagine if she was raised somewhere else. That's how they decided to get that point across by giving them the last, the same last name. That's how you do that. What? That was bad, John, man. That's horrible. That's a horrible <laughs> way to introduce that theme, that idea. Giving them the last name, that's they thought that's the clever way of being like, she could have been all us, dog. And then and then it doesn't help that right after she says that line, you cut to Donald Glover talking. And it's like, fuck this. App. Burn it. Fuck it. I don't, when I watch the show, because I want to want to watch the show again. When I watch the show again, I'm just going to ignore that that episode even exists. To be honest, I'm just going to pretend it, does, it didn't happen. If I recommend it to people, I'm going to be like, don't watch episode six. Watch that shit as a bonus after the show's over. If you want more, don't, e- don't even pay attention to it. Jesus, I hated it. But now that that's the that is literally all that is bad with the show in one. So now I'm able to talk about the rest of the show. And I got to say the way that it ended. I thought this was an incredible character study. Yes. It was so good. It was so, like, especially the way it ended, bro. I was actually sad. Like, I got so, I felt so sad and so invested. You know, the way it ends, obviously, if she she goes to the stage and uh, she gets stopped. But then, she, then uh, Nigel's like, you know, sing and whatever, whatever. Uh I don't know if it's a I don't think it should be a debate on whether or not that really happened. Clearly it didn't. I don't think anybody can tell me otherwise. You just you just can't tell me otherwise. Did you think that? No. I, I didn't think that at all. It it was more of like um it, it was more of like Joker when he met uh Robert De Niro. Yes. Remember that scene? Yeah. It was more like that. That is, that's exactly what I was thinking a little bit. Yeah, with the, or I felt more so like with Joker at the end standing on top of the, the, the car, um, him feeling victorious, even though we know he's a bad person, us still kind of rooting for, uh, or not rooting, but like getting caught up in, like us being invested in this character and this character being happy because we know how fucking tragic this character is. That's kind of how I felt like at the end, like I actually felt sad. But one more thing I got to say, though. I don't know if you caught this. Did they superimpose Chloe Bailey's face on Nyjah? 
That's what I was. I was thinking that when they showed, um, they were mixing Drea and Marissa's face, which is Chloe, Marissa's Chloe baby. But they were mixing Chloe and uh, Drea's face, and I was thinking the same thing. Wait, like, when did they do that? Yeah. Wait, when though? What do you mean? No, I'm talking about when they showed uh, Nigel's face. Nigel's face. You're saying that that's what you that's what you got from it. It looked like their faces combined. Yeah, it looked like their faces combined. Hmm. Yeah, it looked off clearly, and I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out like what the fuck is her face lit up, and the rest of her body isn't. Like it looked weird, but I couldn't grasp. Like I didn't know what the fuck was going on until like a couple more scenes after. Like after they get into the limo, and then, and her face is still glowing. I'm like, okay, clearly this is not her face. I think my theory on that, I think it is just Chloe Bailey, and I think. It's possibly, I think, it, it, I, I, I don't, I, I, okay, I'll say that. Let me, let me stop bullshitting. I don't know what the fuck that means, but it's clearly there's a link between Chloe Bailey being Beyonce's protege and Chloe Bailey's face possibly being Niger's face. I don't know what the fuck that means, but I think you, I, I'm sure that matters in this instance. Also, when I talked to you on the phone a couple of days ago, uh, it might have been yesterday. Um, you said that like they were gonna explain if if she really killed Marissa or not. I, I didn't say it was gonna be like. I didn't say it was gonna be like. Here, here's the thing, right? I was thinking the same thing if she killed her or not, and I didn't say they was going to explain it. I said they were going to further go into it, especially with the parents and stuff but other than that it doesn't clearly state if drea killed marissa or not right so it, that's the so that's basically where i was getting at oh i see what you're saying yeah because i'm thinking like yeah. oh they're, we're gonna go more we literally don't get any more information i mean besides the parents would be like you know you killed her um and dre not denying it but besides that i was like oh so we don't know now i was trying to think like in in you know if we got more info i was going to be like okay let me think about it but i don't think i don't think that happened i don't think she killed i think i don't i think we don't know what happened but i don't i don't think uh dre killed marissa cuz what reason did cuz i was trying to think back on that first episode and the last thing we see of them is like they get into the argument and um and she leaves so what could have made dre kill marissa what could have been the reason? Right. Uh, I I think I remember someone was saying like Chloe killed herself while yeah. listening to a Beyonce track or a Nadja track or something like that. Yeah, that's the reason they give in the show. Yeah. That I don't know. It might have not been that. The most I could see is uh, a Dre killing Marissa accidentally somehow. Um. But they definitely do cast doubt on that. So I, I guess that's good. And I'm going to re go back and rewatch. But I, that's one thing I, I kept expecting for the finale. But I will say, I think the finale is definitely my favorite episode of the season. Because it's such a beautiful... It's both the most beautiful and the darkest episode of the season. Um, Beautiful because you get the, right. the, the, the love story with uh, Kiersey Clemens, which... Bro... She's bad, bro. Bro, I was thinking about that the whole yeah. time I was watching that episode. 
Yeah, I was like, because I recognized it, but it wasn't until I saw her name. I'm like, oh, that girl, the girl from Dope, um, <laughs> which is where I remember I remember her from, and she was she was playing like a uh uh like a lesbian in that, right? She wasn't girly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so the way that's, she was flirting with the way she was with Dre, I was like, oh my god, bro. No, that that was that was yeah that that was incredible, um, but it was such a yeah it, it I I think uh yeah she was bad but in terms of the episode itself it was beautiful because it really did turn into this love story, um that I appreciated and then it got dark because this whole episode I'm expecting you know Dre to uh or Tony I guess let's say that um for Tony to kill her because she kept being like I don't like Niger like I literally don't like Niger, um. And it happened, and then that was just very sad, very dark. But then she's, like, crying and saying, I love you, which means that, you know, she actually, you know, which is why this episode was effective, in my opinion, because it built up this kind of relationship in a very short amount of time. I was kind of invested in it. I kept thinking, like, oh, shit, did, uh, is, is Tony, like, reformed? Has, he, has, has she changed? You know, like, that's all I kept thinking and uh, what I was hoping for, to be honest. I was like, and that's why it's so sad that it, that she ended up killing, uh, uh, you know, Kirstie Clemens. Because I was just like, damn. But but you can you can even feel it. You can even feel that, like, even even uh, Dre doesn't want to do that. But it's just, like, you know, but she, yeah, she just can't get over Nigel. Yeah. Like, that's her that's her burden. Right. Yes, and that's what that's what I mean. It makes it kind of sad because I, I don't know. It's just it shows that she doesn't want to be like that, you know. Like it's not like she wants to be the super fan, but it's just you. She can't get over it, and um, and then she kind of you know she goes to the concert and all, and and I just and then when she's like hugging Nija in the in the limo, um, and, and you know tearing up and stuff, I'm like, okay, yeah. But but yeah, so so that to me, I think that might have been the best episode. Um, and yeah, it, it was it was just such an unexpected way to end the season. But I think, but this is what I get mad at the last episode, episode six, back to episode six, because if they would have played it right, like it, it just it would have been such a perfect show. That concept, like again, I'm not mad at that concept. It's just the execution of it. If they would have done it right, it would have made the finale hit even harder. But all you're thinking is like, oh, okay. And then you go into the finale, you're just like, and you slowly get back into the world of the show. You're like, okay, it's pretty good. But um, the other thing we have to talk about, though, Dominic Fishback needs to win a grand, uh, an, uh, fucking Emmy for this. Yes, she definitely does. I mean, just her per- being, a, you know, playing uh, playing Tony in the last episode is such a fucking crazy acting choice. It's so almost kind of like brave in a way, like her just completely changing everything about herself and turning into Tony was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? This is like this it, is like uh, next level. It's like she was unrecognizable. Yeah, it it was. It, it just and, and I was just like I was just in awe at the end. Um one question I have about that though, do you think one thing I wasn't unsure what I'm leaning towards one way, but I'm still a little bit curious as to what you think. Do you think Dre turning into Tony? Do you think that's who Dre really was this whole time and she's finally being herself? 
or do you think she did that for you know uh, uh, evading the law reasons i think it was and logically it's more of like hiding from the police and everything but seeing how she's in love with um the Kirstie Clemens character it, it kind of was like she was being herself like she's not hiding anymore you know it felt like that it, it, it felt like that was yeah. the most genuine that she's been like ever you know, like she, right, she wasn't, yeah, she wasn't even acting weird, nothing. Right, because in the beginning, she was hesitant. She didn't say anything. She was just, you know, loving Nigel. That's basically it. Yeah. And 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 then once she becomes Tony, she 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 didn't like jitter or nothing like that. She was just normal. Yeah, I think Almost. that. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I, I think that's very interesting that it's possible that that's what was happening there. That. You know, uh, she was just finally was able to be herself. And that would make sense because she was kind of a weird kid her entire life. I also had a feeling that she liked, uh, uh, well, it's weird to say given the context, but I did feel like there was something with her and um, Marissa. She was love Marissa. Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, clearly weird. Um Yeah. Bro, my head just went back to episode six. And again, what makes me so mad about that episode is that there's so many important details on that episode that I can't even think about or consider because I hated that episode so much. You know what I mean? Like, there's some key shit in there for Dre as a character that I don't even want to think about because the episode itself makes me mad. Like, I'm now, I'm like, I'm thinking of the idea of the parents giving Dre back. Like, that's fucked up, and you know that clearly has something to do with why, you know, she's she loves Nigel so much because she's been the only constant thing in her life. But if I think about that, I got to think about the different actors, the, the the different actor mom that was saying that. And, you know, like, and it's, and it's like, I want to think about the details that we got because I think we got some really important shit, but I don't want to think about that episode at all because I'll just get mad again. Anyways, um, yeah, I, this was a, such I, I a, told you, man. Yeah, I what? told you about episode six. Yeah, you did. You did warn me, but I could have never. I mean, you know, I, I it, yeah, at the very least, though, it connected with um, Marissa's story. Uh, no, Mar yeah, Marissa and Dre, because honestly, I was expecting a fully detached anthology episode. On some Donald Glo on some Atlanta shit. Like I was fully expecting just this, like a let's say a murder mystery that has nothing to do with anything. Honestly, that would have been better. Yeah, it would. It would have been better if we, it wasn't fucking Marissa and Dre and shit because it could have been like a me uh, a more of a metaphorical thing, you know. Like it would have been, it would have gone to your theory of like this happens to a lot of people, you know. It could have been a thing of like, okay, this is Dre isn't the only one, and they could have told Dre's story without it being directly Dre. Um, you know what I mean? And you know, in uh, yeah. Anyways, oh god. But anyways, other stuff that you liked about this uh, this season. And this, even though I had some criticisms with episode six, right? It, it's basically the same positive you have. Like episode eight, I thought it closed out really great. Very like open ended on 
Well, it's, it's not open-ended because we know where it's possibly going, but her going to a dark path and leading from being with her stepsister to, well, adopted sister to now being alone and not having any family or whatever, I thought that was kind of dark and compelling and all that. Dominique Fishback is very fantastic. She she carries the whole show, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, if, even though... Even the bad stuff that's in it, she carries it. The whole, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the I, I thought I thought it was very interesting how he how Donald picked like certain actors like Chloe Bailey, Billie Eilish, um, even Paris Jackson because you yeah. know she's in this. Yeah, and they all have something in common when it comes to like stands. Mm. You know what I mean? Right, right. like. Paris Jackson with her with her father and everything she went through. Then Chloe Bailey, what she went through now, and then of course Billie Eilish. Like I thought that was interesting that he she he picked these specific act, actors and actresses to um, be in the show. Yeah, and they were all pretty good too. They were they were yeah they were very good. Yeah, they were very good. Anything else? Of course, I like some of the shots that they made. The metaphorical stuff, it was just like, yeah, but then some of it, it, I thought it was interesting. The beehive, I was just like, it, it, it's it's cool, but then it's like, you didn't need all that. Like we talked about throughout the whole, talk about throughout the whole, like, uh, you know, our conversation or whatever. It's just, you didn't need that. No. Right. But, yeah. Those are basically um, like the performances, and even though he didn't execute it all the way through, I like how he did, how Donald Glover just goes there with this yeah. project. I agree. Um, yeah. One more, well, okay, well, a little thing also uh, the, the visual of uh, of Tony burning up uh, Kirstie Clemens' character, uh, crazy, insane visual, um, yeah. very unexpected. Um, that's that. Uh, yeah, I like the visuals just in general. Yeah, the the, the one shot of the beehive was kind of too much, too on the nose. But I did like the audio cues of like the 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 beehive. Whenever things would get intense, it was like zzz, like the buzzing would get louder. I like yeah. that as a as a uh, 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 audio motif. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say. Oh, also one more thing. The kills, yeah. the killings were sick here. Oh, thank, thank yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially with um our boy Franklin from Snowfall. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was sick. Yeah, the killers. And, been- and I don't know, we mentioned this a couple of days ago. You say he was disturbed by his death because of the way she killed him. Yeah, with the eating, yeah. Yeah, with the eating with the pie, yeah. So that was definitely effective. Also, that certainly wasn't explained. Um, other than, I mean, we do see that she likes to snack. So there might be something, because, yes. you know, we, we saw that in the episode where she bites Niger, uh, like the, the eating the snacks and shit. She was trying not to eat snacks and she ended up doing it with the guy. Clearly she likes eating. Um, I'm sure there's a line probably in fucking episode six about her eating a little clue that you could probably pick up if you really pay attention. But I'm glad you mentioned the killings because I was going to say. The first 
five episodes, like before episode six, I was taking the show very kind of not serious. I was actually taking it almost like a euphoria kind of a show in that to me, a lot of the plot didn't make sense, but I was enjoying just how entertaining it was, even if it was fucked up because, you know, she's just killing. I mean, the amount of bodies she catches in the first five episodes is crazy. So I'm thinking like, okay, so clearly I shouldn't take this serious because they're treating murder like it's nothing, you know? Um, they were just happening left and right. I was like, okay, whatever. We're just killing. It is what it is. Like, I wasn't even thinking of her like a serial killer. I was just thinking of like, I guess, I mean, technically it is a serial killer, but I wasn't taking it that serious. I was just thinking, oh, okay. Just suspend your disbelief that she wouldn't get caught. But once we got to episode six, again, the reason I hate it and love it at the same time. Well, I don't love it, but the reason I, I hate it, but the reason I really hate it is because of the missed potential, because I think you got there the point of it made me take the killing serious and it, it, it explained it explained it why she hadn't been caught is because she was a black woman. And there is a line in there about like black women falling through the cracks of the system that I was like, oh, Right. So because it is a black woman to my primarily black people, nobody gave a fuck. Um, and I'm sure he was trying to tie that into, you know, foster kids, how they also fall through the cracks in the system. Didn't work out as well to connect those two things or he didn't do it as well as he could have. But in episode six, when they mentioned that and, and they make it basically real, I'm like, OK, so I should have taken it more serious. And then episode seven comes, the finale, and, and it shows, you know, a very honest and real love story. I'm like, okay. And that's when it really clicked for me. It was like, okay, this show is definitely more than just entertaining. I was only taking it as entertainment for the first five episodes, about four or five. But then after those last two, I was like, okay, there's definitely, it's definitely way weightier. I can invest myself because they're at least addressing the killings for whatever reason, the killings happened so kind of casually it fucked with my perception of what the show was. If that makes sense. Did you have a similar problem with that? Yeah, I had a similar problem too, especially with, um, well, basically the same thing you, I don't want to repeat it, but basically the same thing you were saying about it. Yeah. Like the kills felt like very casual, right? Right. And, and so I was just like, okay, this is just a fun, like, really f dark, uh, 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 like thriller or not thriller slasher, right? I was even I was considering like a slasher, like a fun horror kind of kind of a thing. But then near the end, it's like, okay, no, there's definitely more here. Um, it definitely especially, got especially with, especially with the way she uh, uses tweets. <laughs> To hunt down uh, the people that were That's what talking I mean. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that felt very slasher-ish. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't feel like, oh, we're deep diving into who this character is. It felt more like, oh, this is like a fun conceit for a show of a, like, like a modern day, like, uh, uh, fucking Freddy Krueger or whatever you want to call it, right? Like, just hunting down people uh, and killing them. Uh, or or uh, modern day Halloween oh, monster or whatever. Yeah, you know, like Ghostface. Yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Like, they're just tracking down people and killing them. And I think that would have been fun, but I think, and that's why I'm mad at episode six, because if that would have worked, bro, it would have drove home how serious this is even more, and it would have made it 
hit more. It would have hit you like a fucking gun punch, like a gut punch. Like if they would have done episode six with, with more finesse, it would have been like, no, like you thought this was no, this is like a real, you know, um, and clearly there's a thing with the character about with Dre with the thing about like the milk. They refer to that a lot. Um, cause when she yeah, stabs, yeah, when she stabs mm-hmm. the white girl, uh, that's the, the uh, Marissa's like friend in episode six with the tell that story. She's like, Oh, I spoiled the milk. So clearly, and then with the Billy Eilish episode, they get into that a little bit, like with grandma, like apparently she might've killed grandma. I mean, you know, it's a lot of shit, um, that is subtle. And that's why it's going to be the last thing I say. That's why fuck episode six, because it basically undid how subtle the show was up to that point. It was very vague for a lot of it, you know, or, or uh, uh, I don't know if vague is the right word. I'll go back to uh, to uh, subtle. You know, there right. there were so many little things that they were doing with it. And then episode six is like this broad ass like comedy. Like literally like uh, like, uh, yeah, like one of the early Atlanta anthology episodes. You know, it was like, you know what it reminded me of? It was like uh the it had the same tone that the paperboy uh uh on um on basic tv or whatever the fuck this called you know those local channels the goof troop episode no no that's the one you gave that's the example you gave and i think i i know that's a good example but i'm saying but that's more even that's even more sophisticated than what i'm thinking of i'm thinking of season 1 where uh, 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 Paperboy is being interviewed by a uh, what are those fucking channels called? Where they're like they're like um, you can basically set them up if you want, and they're just on uh, regular cable. They go on air cable. Oh, I know who you're talking about. It's like uh, um, fuck. I know Temple has a channel like this. Um, public access. Public access. Do you remember that public access interview with uh, Paperboy? Yes. And it's kind of going through like different, like basically, you know, different channels. It was that tone. Which is about the pull from the YouTube, right? I'm talking about in season one. Paperboy being interviewed in public access. Then it switches to the guy that's saying he's trans white or whatever. Like that episode. Right. Yeah, that's the dude from the YouTube uh, video. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, so that one, um, it had mm-hmm. that tone, which is to say, very goofy. This show was not goofy, bro. No. At most, it was exaggerated, but it wasn't fucking goofy. Like the tone just went all out of whack in that one thing, and it just, I don't know. But like I said, I'm able to look even past. Like the ending is so good to me that I am able to just look past it and be like, whatever. Just jumped to episode seven and was like, okay, that's incredible. So that's how I'm going to treat it. But um, yeah, this is a fascinating little show that a lot of people is getting a lot of attention. But it's interesting because I remember talking to you about like, yo, you know, Donald Glover has like a show coming out. Why is nobody talking about it? And then, but, but the reason that that happened was because they didn't promote it until afterwards. Like now they're promoting it. Like I'm seeing posters of it. I was driving down the the boulevard and there was a poster for it, like a billboard. 
You know what's funny? I went past the um, art museum today and they showed a Schwann poster. Uh, you know, once you go to the bridge and you see them posters on the side. Yeah. Yeah, they showed, it showed that today. Yeah, that's fascinating that they're promoting it after it's come out. Maybe that's the strategy with like shows that release all at once. Uh, like, you know, now that it's out and you can watch the whole thing, now you promote it as opposed to before. That's interesting. But yeah, I've been seeing a lot of, you know, people talk about it, reviewing it. Clearly, the, the Chloe Bailey sex scene got a lot of people talking about it. A lot of people, a lot of my friends have been watching it. They're talking about how insane it is. So it's interesting that it's getting this much attention now. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I have anything else to say. It was a fascinating. I, I it was, it was way deeper than I thought it was going to be. But it's also way. It, but the episode six is so uh, polarizing. I have to find. Is there anybody who liked that episode? Like what? Episode six. Has anybody has anybody come forward and be like, yo, I actually liked episode six? Because I'm saying it's polarizing now. But no, I don't know if anybody no. has even said they liked it, right? Nobody even talked about that, that <laughs> episode at all. Yeah, that's what I mean. Everybody's following my my fucking my my path of just ignoring it. That's so Bro, funny. It's on, they only talk about episode one, the Billy Irish Irish episode. And I think episodes, well, I mean, of course, episode seven or two. So that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's so funny that nobody, you know, everybody's trying to forget it existed. Yeah, that was that was uh, interesting. But um, other than that, it's you know they're they're they went six for seven on this episode. It was just it it, it you know it, it was just such a perfect kind of combination because for me like it actually that's a perfect way to follow a show where like it starts out fun like crazy and fun and just like oh anything could happen and then it kind of slows down. And now it gets serious, you know, and I think the beginning of that was definitely episode five, which you said is one of your favorites, right? If not your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's where it started. And, um, I do got to say I I'm in a minority by not liking that episode that much. I've realized everybody that I've seen now that I've been seeing like people talk about it. A lot of people loved episode five. I don't know why I'm in a minority, um, on that. Yeah, because it, it had it, it finally got to the parents, which I was surprised. Uh, the dad, the only yeah. reason why I remember him, that's Leon, the actor. The only reason I remember him was because my mom used to always watch that old um, Temptation show back in <laughs> back in the day, and he was um, he was a uh, I forgot the he was he was the drug addict of the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's basically what he is. And yeah, I don't want to repeat it, but that's how that's how I know him from. And I was surprised he was in it. I was like, "Oh, that's Leon from that show my mom used to watch." <laughs> that's funny, then, <laughs> right? And then we found we found out that they like really hate Drea. Like at first, they told her not to. Like remember in the first ep- was it the first or second episode where she goes to the funeral and they told her not to come. That was the first. That was the first one? Okay. And then you're like, dang, they tell them they're not to go to the funeral? All right, whatever. And then, then they go back. And then she go back to the house and they basically try to kill her. Well, she tried to kill them. But they already got ready with the shotgun and everything. Yeah. So it's just like, dang. 
And also the, the, the in my opinion, this was this was her best performance for five. Well, the Billy Irish one and this one, episode five, was were like her best her best performance. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can't argue with that one. I think I prefer four, and then uh, the Billy Eilish one, and then I prefer the last episode's performance too, because uh, it's different. It's, it's just straight up a whole different character. But um. Yeah, I can't argue with the performance of episode five, but okay, yeah, episode five was one of your favorites. Um, but yeah, that's all. That's all I'm gonna talk about. Um, you're about to go watch John Wick chapter four, right? Yes. Insane. The movie's three hours. You're about to see it at midnight. That's fucking crazy. But um, I'm definitely gonna try to talk to you tomorrow uh, <laughs> to see what you thought of it. I'm so excited, bro. Bro. I- yeah, that they've always been good. But I hear this was like even better. Which I can believe. Yeah, I heard that too. Um yeah. but alright, we'll talk about that later. Thank you for yeah. answering the phone call, bro. I I appreciate you talking to me about this, talking to me about this on this here podcast. And I'll talk to you soon, bro. All right, that was my call with uh, my friend Dion. We talked about Atlanta. That's crazy that I said Atlanta. Episode six of this show is so fucking horrible that it made me think of a whole other show because it clearly does not belong in this show. Donald Glover needs to pay for his crimes. He fucking disrupted the momentum of the show to include an episode of Atlanta in this. That's fucked up. He probably saw... um. What's the show? Boba Fett. They saw how the Mandalorian came out of nowhere uh, in the middle of the show and took over. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do that with Swarm. And it's clear that that was this episode because he had a fucking horrible woman, black woman character. Anyways, I already talked about this. That's my review of Swarm season one on Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah, that's going to be it for this quick minute review thank you guys thank you guys so much for listening to this i'll be back to talk about whatever succession is coming out soon john wick four after i watch it i'm sure i'm gonna want to talk about it here i'm gonna be doing a lot of more a lot more reviews so stay tuned for that but until then goodbye